Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Monday, July 11th in the year 2022. Crazy world continues to unravel, and just like that, we just got announced that we're getting ready for nuclear war, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. In the meantime, make sure you're keeping your immune system strong. The stresses and craziness are only getting worse. We are surrounded by the stresses and the environmental issues that are challenging our immune systems. And keeping our immune systems strong is essential to maintaining a strong position in this fight. Expedition Coffee was designed specifically to not only give you that energy boost you need that will sustain you across the entire day, while boosting your immune system and help maintain a mental focus throughout the day. You can find Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee at ExpeditionCoffee.com. And there you'll also find a full range of products that are designed to work as a full health ecosystem, all designed to reclaim your personal health sovereignty. Those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the critical causes of sickness in our nation. You also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Earth, which is a nutrient powder, giving your body a full complement of nutrients you need. Just mix it with water, drink it like a shake. Do that once a day. And Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you'll encounter. The products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are all designed to give you back the strength in your immune system to not only endure the challenges to the immune system, but to dominate and to rise above to reclaim your true health sovereignty. So check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Well, Patriots, it came out today. We have now had New York City Emergency Management release the video in case we have a nuclear attack. (laughs) Just like that, all of a sudden, out of nowhere. I guess that means that they're losing in Ukraine. And since the deep state's losing, they're down to the last moments. And since we've provoked a war with Russia, they don't know what to do. But the best part is it's so reassuring. Take a listen. And you'll be so happy. Hang on just a second here. There we go. Take a listen to this. So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit. Okay? So what do we do? There are three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one, get inside fast. You, your friends, your family, get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. You need to get into a building and move away from the windows. Step two, stay inside. Shut all doors and windows. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. If you were outside after the blast, Get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust or ash away from your body. Step three, stay tuned. Follow media for more information. Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official alerts and updates. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. All right, you've got this. There you go, you've got this. Just duck and cover. Make sure you put your head between your legs and kiss your butt goodbye, but that's okay. You've got this. And please, above all, do not ask how or why it happened, especially since 
Dementia Joe was leading the train. But don't do that, please, because that might offend somebody, and we don't want to have any offended actions during the middle of a nuclear crisis. Oh, and by the way, if you're going to get your weenie snipped, well, you might have to postpone that surgery for a little while, but don't worry, we'll take care of you as well. <laughs> I just love the happiness of it all. Don't worry, patriots, we just had the big one. Eh, that's it. You're all incinerated, but don't worry. You've got this. As the elites start ducking for cover into their bunkers, because they know what's going to happen next. Oh, my goodness. This is this is the world we are now in. Where literally, you listen to that video and you're like, man, that felt good. Wow, I never knew being turned into radioactive mush would be such a nice thing. I just feel so good. Feel so good. I think that's Little Richard. Didn't he do that song? Something like that. But here in the meantime, don't worry about it if you're in L.A., because quietly they're banning trucks. The L.A. City Council passed an emergency ordinance to temporarily ban any new permits for trucking companies in many residential neighborhoods in Wilmington and Harbor City, seen on this map. Hey, it's Alex Meyer with Mother Trucker News. This message goes out to all the port drivers and truck drivers that are going into the L.A. ports because the Los Angeles Council just said that they're making an emergency ban all, all truck drivers going into residential areas. Now, here's the thing. When you follow your trucker GPS, it's gonna take you through trucking routes. And some of these trucking routes will go through residential areas that right now do not have any signs that say no semi-trucks. But they are making an emergency ban. So even if it says that it's okay for commercial drivers to go down that route, if there's a house on that road, you are banned from it and they are heavily ticking truck drivers right now. So mother truckers, just know that this is happening, especially in LA. But what are your thoughts about this? Does L.A. need their goods? Mother yep. truckers, comment down below. L.A. does not need their goods. Just let them starve. They're going to learn a lesson here one, sooner or later that this woke agenda of green is not going to work. But, hey, here's some other great news for you. Just when you were about ready to get out the red, white, and blue, well, the Air Force an Air Force intelligence officer admits to 230 child sex abuse crimes, including blackmailing his victims into sending him pictures to satisfy, satisfy his sick desires. That is, Sergeant Jacob Donald Wash has pleaded guilty to 230 child sex abuse charges. He's part of the RAAF intelligence officers, and he amassed over 11,000 videos and 141,000 images. He blackmailed some of his victims into providing further child abuse material. There you go. Serving your nation in such a creative way, especially if you're serving the queen, the lizard head herself. I'm telling you, patriots, this world is getting crazier. And if you didn't see the headlines in the Gateway Pundit, which has been all over this morning, they've got definitive proof that, oh, wait a minute, here's the shocking part of the proof. The FBI lied and Christopher Ray lied. But I still have that question. Q said, trust Ray. That's right. Trust Ray. Huh. Okay, Q. Thanks. We're keeping that in mind. We'll put that one up on the on the mantle to remember that moment. There you go, Patriots. The world is unraveling. And guess what? We're pretty snug and cozy here with Jesus, and we're doing okay. <laughs> but just duck and cover. Just remember, you see that little flash on the horizon? Just remember, that's the beginning. When you see that mushroom cloud, that's the beginning of some real fun. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. 
it's time for us to pray. Father, we come to you today, a little not really for words for what we are witnessing in this world. If there is ever a time that insanity defines the way of things, it is today. And it seems to get more crazy all the time. Since we endured over the weekend some of the most ugly hacks, or rather some of the most ugly reveals of Hunter Biden's nude and awful behavior, as we've had to suffer through that and never wanted to see anybody's private parts on the globe, and as we continue to suffer through the stupidity of the times in which humanity is being driven into the brink of thermal nuclear war, Father, I think that we're just going to put a prayer here today just to say, if this is what justice looks like, we're ready. Because, Lord, we're holding the line here with you, and no matter what, we have no control over this insanity. We have no control over the clowns that are running this world. We have no control over any of these big motions that they're deciding for us, like the meeting they had in Madrid last week to decide that they were going to go to thermonuclear war with Russia. So, Father, we obviously pray for some common sense, but at this point, I think that we could mutually agree that the, the clowns that are running this show don't have any and aren't much interested in listening. So we are praying today for the strength in Jesus, for all of us, that pure and wonderful relationship with Christ in which we can walk in this world fearless, that we can take in the scenery as we go, we can enjoy what we see and what we experience, and we can, we can take some moments to sit back and just laugh at some of the idiocy that's going on. And Father, that's in no way mocking this, this moment, but rather just looking back and shaking our heads to think, how did we get here? How do we get to such a point that a handful of idiots decided to take the train off the cliff and they're taking a whole bunch of people with them? So, Father, we also pray for those that are locked into this moment of fear that are now probably trying to seek a vax that will protect for nuclear war. Those same people that wanted to get shot up with the monkeypox vax and the COVID vax and the booster and the triple booster and the, and the shot after that. We just really pray for their souls to find sanity to realize that this merry-go-round is absolutely intended to break humanity. It's intended to bring humanity to its knees so that they can introduce their version of the Antichrist, so that they can present it as the, the great savior of humanity after they decimate a little bit of humanity and they make humanity feel like we're all going to die. Father, we're not going to comply. We're not going down that route. We're not going to play this game. We're done. We don't follow them. We follow you. And in this walk of honesty and pure intimacy, where you're leading us is a far greater place than this fool's game that's going on right now. We pray for common sense. And we pray for common sense with the people. The people can start to see what's going on. Eyes open, hearts open, listen to you, hear you. And for those that have taken these injections that are potentially under the influence of outside forces and frequencies, we do pray for them. We pray for them for having been lulled into a trap. We pray for their souls for having sought the salvation through a needle and man rather than the salvation through Christ. 
And we pray that they'll seek Jesus and seek repentance and heal. Because this is a very critical time. We also need to pray for those that are now going to be in that panic state, who haven't prepared, who have done nothing to fill their silos. And we pray that they'll find a calm heart in you, to trust in you, and know that as we trust in you, everything will be okay. It does not mean that everything will be easy, but that we'll be okay. Father, that reassurance right now is what we pray for the most. And where we can affect that, we equally pray for that. The opportunity to be in the world, to give people the comfort and the assurance that none of this is in our control. What is in our control is our relationship through Jesus to you, Father. And that's a daily, moment-by-moment relationship that doesn't just get categorized on Sunday in the pew. But rather, it becomes that enduring, constant relationship building that we do with you. And with that, Lord, the realization that it's not always roses, that sometimes this walk is the refinement through fire, hopefully not a nuclear fire, but a refinement by fire nonetheless. And as we do this and as we come to face this, we have to start realizing that we together as humanity can solve this. And we have to put aside these ridiculous divisions, these ridiculous political pan puppetries that are dividing us. We need to grow up, Father. And I say this prayer, and hopefully it's not said with a a bit of, of any sense or any tone of arrogance, but Father, you have brought a group of people here. What we call the remnant, what for some may call Bard's Nation, whatever that tag, category, or assembly, you have brought us here with eyes open. You've seen us grow. You've seen us reach into you more. You've seen us as a community grow. We're ready for those challenges to help others, to raise them up, to give them that strength. We're ready for those moments where we can reach out and be that few that so many seek to find comfort in a time of chaos. And we're not just waiting, we're moving on this, but as you put more before us, we will accept it gladly. We'll take those burdens with joy because we know that you have us here in this time, in this place to raise up as many as possible to find those that truly seek you, that seek to be the bride. Christ needs his bride. We don't need the fools that want to run away. And so while we will help those as much as we can, we equally pray for some shaking of the trees and whatever that looks like to bring them to their knees to start realizing who truly has the force and might in this world. So, Father, as we walk this path and we walk this path with an unbelievable amount of strength and contentment in our hearts. We thank you for the opportunities where we are and the time in which we live. We just pray that you'll continue to guide us in the glory that it is to walk in the body of Christ. And we say these things in Christ's holy name. Amen. There's a lot in this time where we have to continue to seek to have the opportunities that God put before us and not to miss them. Something struck me the other day, I think it's kind of important, and that is that when something's put in our heart to do something and we don't do it, we put it off, and we're all guilty of this in one way or another. And let's say it's to do an action with somebody, for somebody. Say somebody asks you to do something even, and you feel that, that nudge, that kind of deep pull, this relationship with Father. If we're not 
acting on those processes, if we're not moving forward at those moments, we're actually delaying a request from Father. He has, he's putting a lot out there for us to move on right now because many pieces are being moved. It's a multidimensional fight. And the more that we respond, the more quickly we respond, even if it makes no sense to us. The more powerful we are leading, we are providing in this transition, in this shift that Father's needing in this world. Some things may not make any sense at all. But when we see those events where we can tie to, and you start to realize one little event here, maybe it's $5 to a homeless person that ends up leading them down a path that you, they would not have gone otherwise. And however that chain of events is, it leads them to being able to get on their feet and get into a house again or something like that. We don't know what these events are. We don't understand always. We can't see the full picture, but Father can. So listen carefully in these days. Pay attention. Because there's a lot happening, and it's an amazing amount of stuff that's happening. And as we listen closely, we're going to be part, a deeper part of the transition and change which God is bringing about in this world. And I think that's profound. So, Patriots, I'm going to play a piece here that's five minutes. I want you to hear this. This is on Elon Musk by Greg Reese, InfoWars. Great piece to kind of put in perspective the bigger illusion that we are part of. Pop culture has touted Elon Musk as some sort of eccentric heavyweight genius with humble beginnings. But this is demonstrably false. Elon Musk was born in South Africa, where he claims he grew up extremely poor. But his family owned an emerald mine. As a teenager, Elon would trade emeralds for cash in New York City. And his father bragged how they had so much money, we couldn't even close our safe. Musk claims to have had about $100,000 of student loan debt, but he received a full scholarship to the University of Pennsylvania, where he bought a 10-bedroom frat house with his friend Adeo Resi and ran an illegal nightclub. The pop culture claim is that Elon has an IQ of 155, but this has never been tested. And after being accepted into Stanford for PhD studies, he dropped out after two days. After dropping out, Elon began his first business venture with his brother Kimball, Zip2, which was essentially a digital version of the Yellow Pages. The brothers received tens of thousands of dollars from their parents, and yet Elon denies this. An associate of Elon's father, Greg Curry, got involved to bring in investors. But Elon's code was no good, so they had to hire on professional coders to rewrite everything. Zip2 was then sold for $307 million to Compaq, who later shut it down without ever earning a profit. Elon made $22 million, bought a $1 million McLaren F1 supercar, which made mainstream news, before he totaled the uninsured vehicle. Musk then went on to create an online bank, X.com. He partnered with banking expert Harris Fricker, Edward Ho, and Christopher Payne. All three ended up leaving the company after accusing Elon of lying to the media about the quality of their product. Elon claims he founded PayPal. Before the company was named PayPal, it was known as Confinity. It was founded in 1998 by Peter Thiel and Max Levchin. After losing millions of dollars, Elon's X.com was bought by Confinity in a merger in 2000. All Musk contributed at Confinity was his own power struggle. He made himself CEO and pushed to change the name to X.com. 
The executive team successfully petitioned to fire Musk while he was away on vacation. Part of Musk's resignation agreement stipulated that all references to founders of the company will be removed from their website, allowing Elon to claim credit, which so far is all he has ever achieved. Peter Thiel then rebranded the company as PayPal, went public, and sold to eBay for $1.5 billion. Elon made $180 million from the deal, which he then invested into Tesla, SpaceX, and failed company SolarCity. Elon falsely claims to be the founder of Tesla. Tesla was founded in 2003 by Mark Tarpening and Martin Eberhard, who developed the Tesla Roadster. When Tesla Motors began looking for venture capital, they approached Elon Musk, who had the fake credibility as PayPal's co-founder. Musk joined with the condition that he be named chairman of the board. In emails, Musk was upset that the media was not giving him credit for Tesla Motors and went after Martin Eberhard, replacing him as CEO. He then forced Eberhard out of the company and rewrote the company's history to have himself listed as an original co-founder. Martin Eberhard, the man behind the Tesla Roadster, was promised the first Roadster off the assembly line. But Musk screwed him over on that as well and sent that car into space. You can tell it's real because it looks so fake, honestly. <laughs> so who is Elon Musk? Elon describes his father as being an evil, abusive man. His father, Errol Musk, has been accused of being a pedophile and fathered a child with his stepdaughter, who is 42 years younger than him. This spoiled, narcissistic failure, son of accused pedophile, wants to put computer chips in everyone's brain so that we can merge with artificial intelligence. His girlfriend is now bragging how this could all lead to a communist utopia. And strangely enough, former Nazi and head of NASA, Werner von Braun, predicted a man named Elon would conquer Mars in a 1952 novel that he wrote. Which is odd, because NASA has partnered with Elon's SpaceX to work towards colonizing Mars. Elon Musk, like everything else in today's modern society, is a fraud, a fake genius, just like fake philanthropist Bill Gates and his fake vaccines. Brought to you by the fake news. Here's a pro tip for dealing with the mainstream media and all of pop culture. Assume it's a lie and research everything. For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. Pro tip. <laughs> it's easy one. If they say it, it's not true. It's probably the inversion, whatever they are trying to push down your throat. And if they stop talking about it, it's because either one, it's getting too close to them, or two, they don't want you to look. And whatever reason they don't want you to look, it's not good. I'll tell you right now. So, Patriots, we've got to keep the pressure on. There's a lot going on. And, hey, just so you know, just in the middle of a recession, the good news is that those on the commodity markets are making a ton of money knowing that there's not going to be enough fuel and there's not going to be enough food, but they're making money. Such is the system we live. Profit on chaos and pain and disaster. Oh, man, I'll tell you. Let's keep this train going God's way and not their way. That's all I can say. Keep your prayers up. And yes, I saw somebody say it and it's true. Pray for the enemies. Don't forget it because we have a tremendous amount of power in prayer and we have to believe that. If there's one weapon that God gave us, it's the weapon of prayer. 
because it's greater than anything we can imagine. We can literally transform the world if we're focused with our hearts, not just prayer in voice, not just prayer in thought, but prayer with the intention that comes from the heart, that speaks truth with a true heart and a true heart to God. So keep that focus because as we do that, we will continue to shape this world and bring it back from the level of insanity and hopefully reset it under the throne of God. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. So we got to keep our prayers up. There is so much going on. But as we know, God will always win. Yet we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We're at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, This country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.